Welcome to the Book Squad Podcast, 94% bookish banter, 6% shenanigans, from Lawrence Public Librarians, Kate Gramlich and Polly Kin. Well, welcome everyone. Welcome to the final yeah. podcast, or the first podcast. Right. Well, Depending final on when we get it. <laughs> the final recording of 2018, uh-huh. but it might be the first podcast of 2019. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, everybody. Yay, hope you're feeling good. Yeah, and that you had a nice December. Yes. It was really fast. It was. It was a uh, fast December. Mm-hmm. You know, the opposite of uh, that uh, kind of crow song. Long December. Mm-hmm. I love that yeah. song. And me too. It was a... Okay. <laughs> Anywho, so we thought, um, because it was the end of the year, the beginning of the new year, we would just inundate you mm-hmm. with all of the things that we've been inundated with, which are um, lists and lists of all the great books coming out in early to mid 2019. Oh, I got some. Lists. Oh, do you? And you I'm have not, the Leo's. Yeah, I have. I, I kind of stopped in the middle. Nice. I figured we might talk about it again. It just occurred to me how these show notes are going to be uh, <laughs> so <worst>. much fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I should just get Or started. awesome. Yes. Okay. Well, um, Oh, Let's just jump right in yeah, okay. with what we're excited about that's so, coming. So we both looked at some different lists. Uh, you want to jump into like the Lit Hub? Yeah, sure. Stuff? Um, well, I have. Let's see. Let me see what I made a giant list of. Where did I? Where did I where start? Did I <laughs> where did I start? Um, so I think on my list I had, um, well, first of all, I just want to say that I found out getting ready for this show that Diana Gabaldon has her ninth book will, will be out in 2019. Let's, okay. The so next yeah. Outlander. Are there other surprises? Like that's, um, so like, yeah, I, other I guess author maybe I had just given up. I don't <laughs> Maybe I had just given up that it was going to happen. But so it will be, the name of it is Go Tell the Bees, I Am Gone, which I... I love bees. mm -hmm, I thought you did. And it's that's named after a Celtic tradition of like when something, when some big news happens, you need to tell the bees about it because... Oh, the real bees? Mm-hmm. Beekeepers go out and tell their bees about it. Otherwise, they might fly away. I know. Oh, that's beautiful. I know. And then and then she and said, then. my friends, uh-huh. that book 10 will be somewhat She was just later. like yeah, she literally just constipated and dropped just, oh. it. So book 10 will be it'll who who knows when book 10 will come mm. out, but book uh, 9 will hopefully be out in 2019. Cool. So that's that's the one that I was really like, what? Yeah. I didn't, I guess I had just, like I said, just, I just stopped paying just attention because I, I gave sure up. She would love to hear that. I know. Uh, what about you? Well, similarly, not, I didn't give up on this, but I just had no idea that Helen L. Yemi has one coming out this yeah, spring. We were both like, what? Yeah. Gingerbread. And so um, if you've read like Boy Snowbird, um, this is another kind of retelling-y thing. Mm-hmm. This one's kind of Hansel and Gretel-ish. Um, and gonna be creepy as usual. Is it? Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, like, and the cover is so... Ugh, whoever does her covers is just my mm. idol. There have been some really good covers, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just... Of in general. Way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, I had no idea that she had another one. She just, like, sneaks them out. Yeah. So, that was... this is the first novel in a few years. And I think the last one that came out of hers was What Is Yours Is Not... What Is Mine Is Not... What... Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. that book, mine that is mine, out. and what's yours is mine. <laughs> they don't Caitlin think that. <laughs> uh, that yeah. came out like two years ago. That was so. a bit of a surprise because yeah. I, I guess when I was going through this list and I was looking for things, there were some things that I was like, oh yeah, I heard about that mm-hmm. like way back yeah. this last summer yeah. when I was at ALA. But then um, there were a few things that were I was like, what? So well, also Ed, Edwidge Danticat, who was here, mm-hmm. um, has a new short story collection out, and like Crick Crack, well, will be coming out, I think, this summer. Uh, Crick Crack um, is her other short story collection, and that's maybe my favorite of all of the stuff I've read of hers. So, can I give a? Can I give a? Um, yes, I can. Okay. Uh, permission <laughs> granted by I myself. I don't Great. know what um, you're talking about. Well, I was trying to figure out mm. when the uh, squad goals, book squad goals reading challenge would be announced. And so I was like, could I give us a now. teaser? It's but right it's now. not even teaser. This is a post teaser. Right. It's uh, happened. It's strange. Yeah. Uh, so one of, the, um, one of the things for this challenge is read a book by an author who mm-hmm. has been to Lawrence. Mm. And she's been to Lawrence. Yes. Her and I'm just going to say one more thing and just take over all of your time here. Okay, cool. Uh, Karen Russell also has um, – it's called Orange World and Other Stories. She's been here mm-hmm. um, and someone has called it her best collection yet. Someone. Some random person. Some random person. <laughs> just um, I don't know. I, I don't think I told you this, so I'm going to tell you this right now on what, the show. Are you show. going to visit her? I am. She's what? going to be at Midwinter. I was joking. I'm going to see her at Midwinter. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I know. So I hope she remembers her time that she, she will. had here in Lawrence. She and will. That she loved it. Just bring so, her another shirt. Okay. I should. Yeah. I will. Bring her a new one. Okay. Michelle. Well, I, um, I'm well, just going to go ahead and say Yeah, go jump in some I'm going to say, say. So some that I'm super excited about, um, 99% Mine mm. by Sally Thorne, who is the one who wrote The mm-hmm. Hating Game. Okay. And I, I'm embarrassed to say I have the advanced reader copy for that book, and it's been sitting there. So I am off for the next several days, mm-hmm. and I will be reading that book. Why are you book. Because I don't it's know, been there for a because while. Because I, I was like, when I opened the box, I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. And I just ran around with it like uh-huh. an idiot. And then. Sometimes it's just having it. I happens. know. And then I took it home and then I was like, do, do, do. So I thought I was going to read it way before mm. the release date. But now here I am reading it essentially almost at the release date. That's Whatever. It doesn't matter. So um, I am actually excited about this book, even though I haven't read the first two books in the trilogy. I'm excited now because the trilogy's done. Mm-hmm. And so now I can oh, read so it. Just, okay. And I don't have to like wait for the next book as I'm doing with, what the, is it? with the Diana Gabaldon. So it's Winter of the Witch, which is uh, the final book in the Winter Night trilogy, the Catherine Arden. Oh. So the first oh, one is the like the bear and the... Night? Is it the... 
Yeah, the Bear and the Nightingale, That's and the next one is something. Too. Yeah. So. Oh, um, cool. So now you, yeah. can, you can just jump so in. So I hope mm-hmm. I'm going to tell Kimberly when I see her because I think she'll be super excited. About yeah. That. She loved that book. And then The Water Cure, which I do have the arc of that, and I have started reading it. Uh-huh. It is um, They Had Me. It's by Sophie McIntosh. And they had me at Dystopic Feminist Revenge Fantasy. And Margaret Atwood blurbed Sold. it. Sold. Mm-hmm. Well, she has a new one coming out, too, Margaret yeah. Atwood, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. this fall. Uh, yeah, what some, was it called again? Mm, Handmaid's Tale 2. Mm-hmm. No. We'll find it. The Handmaid's Because Revenge. I remember that. Um, yes. Yeah. I hope she's doing a little more inclusivity in her writing, because she is not in the past. Okay. But she's also been here, yes. too. She's so that's another so one. So that'll make it on the list. And then another book that I'm uh, I have an arc of that I actually am kind of excited to to read um, was a, is a book called The Dreamers by Karen Thompson Walker and her first book was The Age of Miracles and mm-hmm. so this book is about um, a myst like it starts on a college campus mysteriously uh, a kid which is another that, one right, of the falls asleep and then. Um, and people just start falling asleep oh, like that's God. the illness and some people Sounds wake like up from wonderful. it and some people don't so they just I know. <laughs> die but mm-hmm. quietly and not painfully yeah so oh. but it's a real it's a kind of a reflection on a bunch of things i think about complicity yeah I think it is. Well, another book squad goals thing is a book set on a college campus. Oh, so well, what the Yeah. You could huh, just, you tell just us fall asleep. Yes. Like, are you in eating and then fall asleep? And you just fall asleep? You just fall asleep. That sounds nice. And I mean, not, not to like and perhaps go dark, but to sleep perchance to dream. <laughs> yes. Or perchance to just not wake up. Uh-huh. Uh, you want to say some? I've got, I have a million. Do, what do you want to talk do, about? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A terrifying sleeping sickness. Yes, totally. This was on my list. Too. Yes. Yeah. I just didn't think about it. Um, well, so Marlon James, uh, who I'm embarrassed to say I've not read any of his books, but I've looked at him on the shelf many times. Uh, but he is doing an, a fantasy novel, which I think is new to him. And um, it's steeped in African mythology. Uh, so fans of Nnedi Korafor, et cetera, might be interested. Um, it, yeah. So... And this says uh, the, the person on tour was like, it's about darn time that we have books in the mainstream that are moving away from Western fantasy epics that form the canon. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I saw that one. He's brilliant. I knew you would put that down. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah he's a he. Colson Whitehead and he both are like real good at genre hopping. Uh-huh. Like they write in a bunch of different genres. Yeah. And I Colson have Whitehead. on here Colson Whitehead. Oh, you, you put that down did there. Did you put that down? No, I didn't. I put no, it for you. Because you knew I would. Mm-hmm. So it's called The Nickel Boys and it's set in Jim Crow era Florida. Yes. Um, and, and these two boys get um, sent to a very punitive like rehabilitation school. Is it speculative at all or is it just straight up? Like, I believe it might just be straight up, mm-hmm. um, which I wish I would have paid closer attention to that because that's, I, that was the cool thing about the underground railroad mm-hmm. is that it yeah, it just had that like, weird magical realism mm-hmm. twist. Um, so I wonder, I wonder about that, but um, that one will be out. That one's not out till mid year, I think. 
Well, you'll we'll have a little, you'll have a little while to wait for that one. One, are you? So did you see that Helen Huang has yes. a second one out? Mm-hmm. The Bride Test. Yes. Are you going to read it? Yes. Good. I'm going to read it because the kiss quotient was one of the best romances I read this year. I saw someone check that out yesterday. Like I didn't want to like <laughs> – Did you want to run after them and be like, it's, you're going to love it? Yeah. Well, basically. But mm-hmm. I didn't – for some reason, it, I just didn't want to sneak up on this person. Yeah. Usually I'd be like, yeah, that's great. But I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. You felt that they didn't want that I felt. I sensed that they were <laughs> having a private moment. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, so some other follow-ups. Um, speaking of sophomore, soft, soft, sophomore, uh, sophomore books. Um, Andrew Thomas has on the come up, which will be out next I am month. I'm so excited super about exciting. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Nicole yeah. Dennis Ben, who did Here Comes the Sun, okay. who I met, if I'm just going to play you right now, <laughs> uh, at Book Expo a few years ago, and. We follow each other on Instagram. Uh, she's – yeah, her next one is out. And so um, – wait. Okay, yeah, right. It's called Patsy. And so then it says the eponymous, which means the person who the novel is titled after. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Patsy finally gets a visa to come to America where her best friend, with whom she's secretly in love, awaits. But, of course, Brooklyn is not all that she thought it would be. Uh, for her younger daughter, True, left behind in Jamaica, life isn't all that great either. So it sounds really like a party. <laughs> She's so good at sounds writing like, really just like, like a party. Deep, mm-hmm. introspective, beautiful, beautiful writing. And her other one was set in Jamaica. So I'm, I'm interested in seeing kind of how she hops around between Brooklyn and Jamaica in this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, Elizabeth Strout, did you see, is doing a follow-up to Olive Kitteridge. Oh, I did not Which see I never that. read. I did not um, see that. Yeah, but I think it's called Olive Again. And she said, uh, it turns out I just wasn't done with Olive. It was like she kept poking me in the ribs. So finally I said, okay, okay. So so that's coming back for a lot of her fans, which is nice. That is is nice. Mm -hmm. I think that one will be a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you notice... Did you notice that there was a lot of short stories? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was just me, but then I thought, you know what? There's I, th- I noticed a lot of short stories. Fans, so just what you got? I know. Well, I saw one um, called Thick Essays by Tressie uh, McMillan Cottom, mm-hmm. and she was uh, compared to Rebecca Solnit mm-hmm. and Bell Hooks. Mm, nice. And she was blurred by Roxanne Gay. Yes. So I'm very interested in reading that. What's um, it? Is it about bodies? I think that that is a part of it. Yes. Um, I think it's just your basic feminism. essays. You know, Mm -hmm. racism kind of essays. So um, being a woman, being black, being... You know, so I'm I'm very interested in that in this economy in this economy. So um, also, so a people's future of the United States. Did you see that one? No, I didn't. But not in this journey. But maybe I've heard. Uh, I'm very excited about that because a people's history of the United States. I love. So it's obviously a play on that, Mm -hmm. and um, it's edited by Victor Laval and John (gasps) Joseph Adams. Yes. He's like a he's a horror. He's a creepy. Mm. That's awesome. And the 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 people there I only wrote down three names, but mm. 
N.K. Jemison, G. Willow Wilson, mm. and Tana. Oh, Tana. I'm gonna mess up. Tana French? No. Oh, Tana Rive Yes. Yeah. Because I couldn't read my own handwriting. And I was like, dang nabbit. Dang. Um, yeah, they are featured among a bunch of other people. Charles Liu, I think, is one. I wonder if there's um, a crossover between Jemison's essay and that and the when are we going to have a black future month? I, you know, I hope so. Yeah. Because it's definitely, that's what it sounded like. It was like, like envision mm-hmm. a future. Sweet. Um, and make it badass. I think or the and it's the wait, it's fiction or it's it's fiction. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Ooh, that's awesome. Yep. That's gonna be exciting. So it's just that's a bunch of short stories. Who else did I? What other short stories did I see? Um, well, G. Willow Wilson's gonna be busy. Oh, oh. Did you write down the Bird King? The Bird King. Mm-hmm. I did too. This was yeah. So it's a sec. It's a follow up, right, to her first novel. I don't know if it is a follow-up to oh. Aleph the Unseen. I don't know that it is a follow-up. Oh, okay. It's a fabulous novel set during the Spanish Inquisition and focuses on the life of a young enslaved girl. Those are my notes. Yeah. That made that me good. feel like I was going to put this on my holds list. I have. What do you have? They talked about a concubine and a magical map maker. So. Mm. <laughs> So sweet. <laughs> so sweet. Right on my alley. Right at my No alley. one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Except apparently G. Willow Wilson yes. did and wrote about it. Mm-hmm. So that one, yeah, I was excited about that. Did you see that Claudia ranking? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's a play. We Wait, wrote down the sentence. No, I actually thought you might write that one down. The, <laughs> you didn't, the white card? Yeah. yeah. It's a play, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. It is a play. That'll be really interesting. It's based on... Um, people's not understanding the invisibility of whiteness uh-huh. and what that means. Yeah. So super Sounds brill. Um, Hopefully um, there's an audiobook because I feel like an audiobook version of a play written by her would be really neat. Yeah. That'd be good. What do I got here? Oh, what my mother and I don't talk about. Mm, uh, Michelle Philgate is the editor and that is just a bunch of um, – essays about what author women authors don't talk about with their mothers that sounds terrifying does it sounds wonderful i i like something i should go to therapy it's weird it's a weird it's kind of weird in that in between place when you are are a daughter Uh and you are a mother of Uh daughters Uh and you're like wait am i the mother in this am i the daughter in this i know so i think i'll have a I oh, think, gosh. I think it will be a very... We might both need to go to therapy. First. Yeah, we might need to. <laughs> but I'm super interested in reading that one. Well, did you see that Lindy West has a new... Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yep. So the witches are coming. Says, yes, this is a witch hunt. I'm a witch and I'm hunting you. That's all I need. That's <laughs> I it. That's it. So she just expanded a an op-ed piece into this uh, new book that's talking about... Uh, it's untangling the systems of power that have allowed American culture to disempower women and people of color while propping up misogyny, racism, and other forces that propelled our current president to the White House. Shots fired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lindy West is awesome. Yeah. I ever read Shrill, but I want to. Well, you someday. should. She and Sam, Sam Antha Irby are Sam Antha. buds, and I think that they have done like a podcast together or something like that, which sounds like it would be bomb. The bomb. bomb. The bomb. The bomb. Yeah. Well, let me 
I, that's I think that's might be all the short stories or essay collections that I have. So I'm I got gonna, one more. I'll go. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna swerve then. Okay. Um, this month in January it'll be. Um, this is in YA. It's Black Enough: Stories of Being Young and Black in America, and uh, there was an enormous list of authors that contributed. But like E.B. Zavoy, um, Danielle Clayton, Justina Ireland, Kekla Magoon. Um, Jason Reynolds, Rita Williams Garcia, etc. Just like the big, mm, big players. Those are mm-hmm. big, big players. Yeah, and I've been. It's gonna be good. Yeah, so that'll be out soon. And let's see, is that my only? Let's see. Edward Jonathan. Did you have? Did you have other YA books? Mm, yeah, that would be nice if I did, wouldn't it? I didn't write down any. Uh, we can talk about that. Yeah. Maybe when we, in the future, there's a YA book that we're going to read for the podcast. And maybe when we do that episode, mm-hmm. we can talk about some do more really crossover? hot diggity dog yes. upcoming awesome YA books. Sweet. Yeah. That, are, like great, that plan, are great for crossover. I like when we plan future episodes <laughs> while we're on this episode. <laughs> So just stay Look, tuned to everyone. see what we might do. I know. It might you hold know. us accountable. <laughs> yeah, please, please, please <laughs> hold like, us accountable. When, when's that happening? Mm, you can write to us and say, where's that episode you were talking about? <laughs> sounded, write to us. Send sounded us a great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what else you got? Mm, okay. So I'm also, I'm excited about this one. I do also have an arc for, and I would like to read this one over the break too, because it just sounds like relaxing. Mm. It's called Deep Creek by Pam Houston. And it's just a, it's sort of a meditation on her 120 acre ranch in the Colorado Rockies and just an homage to the plants and animals on it, I think. And I think there's some other, you know, she, I think she escaped there, um, leaving behind some stuff. But so I, I'm very interested. I think we both like kind of. Yeah. Farm lady memoirs. I love farm lady <laughs> memoirs or ranch lady memoirs ranch or lady. whatever. Mm-hmm. So that one, um, very excited about that one. I saw Being with the Dead by Hans Ruin. Um, it sounded like, and the the person who was blurbing it was talking about um, that they were just finishing up their um rewatch of six feet under which i love that series i love that the last i can't even hear that dang song i love that was the best though i mean the best if you want to be absolutely destroyed don't tell because some people might not have watched no it's really just but all i can say is literally the still makes me cry yeah me too I listened to it, though. So um, anyway, it sounded like a little bit like a mashup between being mortal and smoke gets in your Ooh, eyes. Cool, cool. So um, I was really into that, being with a dead hand's ruin. Um, the I just was, wanted to throw this one out because I see it everywhere. The Last Romantics by Tara Conklin. Mm, mm. Um, she wrote House Girl? Yeah, she wrote House, House Girl, I think, might have been her first book. And so this book is is being hyped like crazy and so if you haven't seen it being hyped um i'm telling you now so you can get on hold for it uh because people are super excited about it it's set like way in the future and it's told from the perspective of like a 102 year old poet thinking back on her life and and it's during i it sounds like it the way that the um it's set during a time when climate change has already happened. Like, mm. so the effects of climate change have already happened. And so, you know, cause it's the future. So she's mm-hmm. looking back on it, but, and that fits for the, cl- I'm just going to 
I'm just going to plan out everybody's book squad reading challenge oh. because cli-fi is one of the other ones well Whoa, there down. you go and okay. this is you know literary fiction mm -hmm. that has, yeah. cli has Interesting. Cli climate change stuff in it so um that and then also i was super interested in the cassandra by sharma shields hmm. uh because i really like any sort of retellings or alternate tellings of like greek myths mm. and so this is the the cassandra story and so it's set um, during World War II, and um, I think her name was Mildred, Mildred Groves, which I think was, uh, and she um, has Cassandra's gift of being able to see the future, but of course, oh, you don't. Well, Cassandra could see everything that was going to happen, mm, but, the, but the curse was that nobody believed her. So you Dang. can imagine... Mm -hmm being set during world war ii how that's going to oh, go down Lord. so that's i'm super interested in that mm -hmm. and um oh and then a people's history of heaven by mathangi subramanian i hope fiction that, or nonfiction. that is fiction it's about it, this i just thought it was it was really charming i mean and also probably not charming but it's about um a slum in bangalore that mm -hmm. and they want to uh like take it over and like plow it down and give it to rich mm. people mm. and the slum the slum is heaven um mm. is the name of it and so and then I, apparently there are five a group of diverse five kick-ass girls who are not going to let that happen and so i just that sounds awesome yeah it does sound awesome and i just like i really love reading about like you know, something I'd be interested in reading at, about, like, wherever it was set, yeah. but reading it set somewhere that I've never mm -hmm. been. Yeah. So, have not yet been to Bangalore. Sweet. That sounds really Don't good. Don't know if I'll ever get there. So, reading yeah. will take me there. I'm going to mark that one down okay. for myself, too. Got any more? Uh, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so... I've got, like, three more pages. <laughs> okay. So, speaking of alternate histories... Well, you know, we really we was sort of we, we weren't about, speaking about well, okay, or like a reimagining okay sort mm -hmm. of situation with your Greek lady. Um, <laughs> Segue it however you want. Sneak it on in here. Okay, <laughs> speaking of books, um, <laughs> so Kathleen Alcott has one coming out that says it's called um, "America Was Hard to Find." And it is a reimagining of Cold War era, um, focusing on an activist and an astronaut who, after a short-lived affair, go their separate ways and become heroes to different sides of the political spectrum oh. in 1970s America. What? Yeah. Sounds kind of cool. I Alternate they... histories are not actually super much my jam, but yeah, that, that sounded cool. interesting I to me. I hope Tang plays some part in that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> if I read that whole book and there's, and there's no, no tang, tang, I'm going to be a real mad. Just drink tang while you're reading it. Well, okay, what else you got? One that we both want is The Farm by jo Joanne yep. Ramos. Uh, yeah, I got that on my list. Okay. How do they describe it in one year? What year do you have? I don't know. I didn't write any Oh, okay. Time. But I will tell you what I think it... <laughs> Oh, I think they go for it. I mean, it's about it's a it's a special resort mm -hmm. where pregnant women go and they are pampered and taken care of and given every luxury, and in fact, they pay you, mm -hmm. but you know you don't leave there with your baby. Mm -hmm. um, and you do do you know that leading up to it? I'm not 
positive. Okay, it's very, it's Handmaid's Tale-ish, mm -hmm. but I think it's a lot, it's a Covers diverse pretty. Handmaid's Tale. Nice. Like it, it addresses race, I think, in a way that the Handmaid's Tale doesn't. Yeah, right. And, and, and pretty cover. And it does have a pretty cover, yes. Yes, yeah, that sounds wonderful. Uh, so I started reading A River of Stars uh, by an author whose name I don't remember now. So her last name starts with H. Um, and mm. she was sent to this, uh, she's lives in China, but she was sent by her lover to this like women's pregnancy palace sort of thing. Pregnancy in, palace? Uh, yes. <laughs> Wait, is this, this is a, not a novel? This is a novel. This is yeah. a novel. It's okay. not called Pregnancy Palace. Okay. But uh, I mean, I just like, is this a thing? Does a Pregnancy Palace exist? Well, I don't know. It was run by this really corrupt lady. But mm. so I was just having flashbacks of okay. like being pampered in pregnancy, but then for kind of nefarious reasons. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Sounds terrible. Um. Okay. So I like this description on, <clears throat> I was into a lot of the Lit Hub descriptions. So... Benny Kirschenbaum has um, a book coming out called, called Rabbits for Food. And I just like this essay, or this the reviewer said, if 2018 has prepared me for anything, it's how to enjoy a novel about a nervous breakdown. During the forced, <laughs> <laughs> during the forced reverie of New Year's Eve, Kirschenbaum's clinically depressed writer protagonist completely unravels and ends up in a psych ward. Instead of accepting treatment, she writes her way through her experience and her grief. And, like, I love... I loved um, The Bell Jar mm. um, and other, like, books that kind of capture, or like, like um, The Yellow Wallpaper, things that kind of capture madness, like, mm. as it's happening, and, like, it's, like, just slowly sort of takes you over. And so I, I mean, it doesn't sound very cheerful, but... No, that sounds terrifying. Right. But now I know what to look for. <laughs> so, nice. anyway, I just really like that. Okay. It's how to enjoy a novel about a nervous breakdown. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Are you do sums? I do sums. Okay. Um, Kaddish.com by Nathan Englander. I am oh, very... Oh, you love that guy. I do. Uh -huh. And I've got... Um, I've got uh, the arc of mm -hmm. this one, actually. And it's not very long. And the premise of it is fascinating to me. It's um, a son who is an atheist who... Um, it, and he belongs to an Orthodox Jewish family. Mm -hmm. And so in Judaism, when um, a parent dies, you do something called recite Kaddish, which mm -hmm. is a prayers and you have to find a minion, which is 10 other Jews. And you have to recite this prayer mm -hmm. daily. Um, With those 10 people every day? Mm -hmm, for the year. And so... <laughs> Or with any 10, like oh, you have to be a part of 10 Jews. So okay. wherever you are. So if you find a synagogue, you'll, you know, oh, okay. but it's probably will be an Orthodox synagogue. Uh -huh. And so, or maybe conservative. Anyways, um, that's a long, that's a long winded way to say like, so uh, the book or the, the title Kaddish.com mm -hmm. sort of tells you uh -huh. that he is trying to find a way to recite Kaddish for his father that fits into his lifestyle. Uh -huh. um, and I think, you know, it's one of those novels where people learn about themselves and about their family. Uh -huh. And, um, but I just really liked the lens of, yeah. of, is he trying you know? to do it like online? Then? Mm -hmm. like, okay. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That's yeah. That sounds not funny, but 
It, I know, but it's like a, a tale for our modern times. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but, and how to like get around things. Right, and, and like how, <clears throat> how to... Work your life. Right, and how to maybe observe a tradition that maybe you didn't think was important to you or mm-hmm. it's important to your family. Right. Um, so, okay, but... And then uh, Lauren Bukes. Did you see that one? No, I didn't. Motherland. Oh, so I haven't read any of her stuff. A virus wipes out all the dudes. Yeah, it does. In the world, and then it makes it it makes it illegal to hide or house a man, or to kill a man. Um, Whoa, either one. mm -hmm. Dang. Yes, because I'm sure they become commodities at that point. So, so yeah. So I know Lauren Bukes has a lot of fans. I just wanted to put that one out there. Yeah, that one did sound super eerie. Mm -hmm. Um, I want you to hold on to your seat right now because I don't know if you saw this one, but our beloved Mary Berry. No, has a cookbook coming out. No, she does not. Yes, she does. Oh, thank God, she's still alive. Called Fast Cakes. I know. You know what? That was my nickname in high school. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you also have a soggy bottom? <laughs> Once or twice. Once or um, twice. Mary Berry would not oh approve of that. Oh, my God. So, anyway. Oh, no. Yes. I'm so glad that she's alive because I didn't know because I haven't. I no, I... she is. But I know. And it's just like everyone. She's not on the dang show no. anymore. And it's not. Oh, the... I didn't see that. It's not the late, the new person's fault that they're no, not Mary Berry. Not... I mean, they're a very lovely yeah, person. But you just. Crew. Just love Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that comes out. I actually wrote the date of that one, uh, April second, because okay. I thought that is people are going to want to get home for that. And wonderful. I'm, I want everyone in uh, the library to get ready because mm-hmm. I'm going to need to be making some cakes. <laughs> All right, please bring them to the staff. Table. Fast cakes. Fast cakes. <laughs> oh my god, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not see that. Um, let me see. But did you see mm, where what? am I here? Well, we already talked about this, so Ani DeFranco has a memoir coming out. Yeah, but we didn't talk about it on here. No, right. But like <laughs> and Yeah, no, I think we I saw that and I was like, ooh. No walls and the recurring dream. I am oh, I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. I might not read it. <laughs> because, because you don't. Right. Like you don't want to meet your heroes? Yes, I do not want to meet my heroes. And also she was my hero, like in high school mm. and my early twenties, and so nervous because that part of me just kind of sits in a box. Uh, and this is something for therapy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> These are called it's bibliotherapy. <laughs> I believe in bibliotherapy. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, well, so one that I think that people might be excited about: um, "The City in the Middle of the Night" by Charlie Jane Anders. Uh, she wrote um, "All the Birds in the Sky." And uh, this is, let's see, it's far different from that one. Um, a tidally locked planet with zones of permanent day and permanent night. A world dominated oh. by cities full of danger and strife, oppressive government, and the unlikely friendship that could bring it all crashing down. So I haven't actually read any of Anders' work, but I've heard such good things about All the Birds in the Sky that maybe I'll start here and then go backwards. Okay. That sounds. I mark some things that like creepsy. I may not read. Right. Um, oh, I think that one thing that Kimberly is really going to like. Um, mm-hmm. Things we say in the dark by Christy Logan. Uh, so combines the beautiful and the macabre. Uh, Says so she writes glittering fairy tales with pointy teeth and pointier themes. So 
It, hmm. Anything that includes shark babies, vengeful relatives, and abandoned theme park and kelpies sounds like everything I need, according to the reviewer. So that it sounds totally. 100% mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I guess Make there's sure a lot. That. Just I put a little circle it and just K-L. stick it on her desk. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know anything about. Actually, I don't know anything about that author. Uh, Christy Logan, me neither. Yeah, I don't know, and I don't know. Actually, I didn't even see if it was like a. That sounds cool. Yeah. So I don't know, and I don't know, I didn't write any of these down. I don't know if you marked any of these, but it's still, 2019 is still, like, psychological thrillers are still mm-hmm. going strong. Mm-hmm. I feel like every other day I get a box of arcs, and it's always the girl who, mm-hmm. or the woman who, mm-hmm. or the whatever. But mm-hmm. it's, they're always, like, some kind of... Is there a man s- one? That'd be great. Not usually. Mm-hmm. Are there any that you noted? Psych thrills? Mm-hmm. I don't think I did. I didn't note any either. What I guess I just doing? figured they just don't need any help. Right. Like, probably. Yeah. Like if you love psychological thrillers, you're just mm-hmm. going to tear through them and you're going to pick them up and you're going to be like, yeah. Yeah. If you don't love them, then you just. Just not going to. Yeah. Just like the Ana de Franco. Mm-hmm. No more. I did see, oh, what did I see? So the one who wrote, um, it was the two women who wrote, oh, 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 um, something, um, oh, butts. They wrote The Wife yes. Between Us? The Wife Between Us, okay. I think. And, and then, then they have a new one coming out. Yeah. Is it Sarah Pekanen? Pekanen? I don't know. We'll find out. So That's going to be in the show notes. That will be in the show yeah. notes. So that one did come out and I was sort of, I was like, oh. Okay, because that, that seemed, one was, the other one was huge. It was humongous, and so I think this one will be too. So we'll be sure to put that in the show notes, so you can creep up on that and uh, get on that whole list before everybody else. Yeah, if psychological thrillers are your jam, um, if you're trying to get into a different thing like westerns, no not psychological thriller. Uh, so did you ever read um, Taya Obrick's, uh The Cow oh, Butts? Is it The Tiger's Wife? I did not. Okay. I didn't either. But so the new, I think it's been like eight years since that book came out. Mm. And that was like so beloved. And so I don't know if she's just been chilling writing Mm -hmm. this genius novel. But uh, she's got a stunning tale of perseverance that's set in the Arizona Territory in 1893. So it's a Western. Um, and she was kind of playing on a frontier story about a surprising interaction, intersection of two very different journeys and like how, when they collide, um, how they're both changed for the good or the, for the ill. Um, and so if we're wanting to get more into Westerns, I think this would be, this is nice. Yeah. That does sound good. That does sound good. Yeah. And, uh, very well vetted. I would read that. On the other hand. Um, so in nonfiction, uh, Jess Rowe is coming out with white flights and it's looking at whiteness in American fiction and looking at like the quote unquote, like white flight. Um, it's a, okay. It compares the notion of white flight in the world to a kind of literary white flight, the habit of authors to set their world in isolated, non-diverse spaces. Um, oh, fascinating. Oh, yeah. Weird. And then looking at how we might re- reapproach writing as a reparative act. Totally into that. That's down. That's really an interesting concept. DTR down. To so, read. huh? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting. Concept. Yeah, I know. I'm. Yeah, that's because you know, like some things have to be 
set where they're sure. set. It's just so, but there's but just like, why is there and if you, so right. many? It's like, right, right, right. So, like, if you wanted to, I mean, if you wanted to write a story set in Denmark, I mean, but also maybe, maybe just we just don't. imagine Denmark as being yes. much, maybe we don't imagine the diversity of Denmark. We mm-hmm. just have in our mind yeah. this picture of Denmark as right. just tall blonde people yeah. and we're not aware other people right exactly yeah. and we're not aware because it's not represented in media mm-hmm. books mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. that sounds really fascinating mm-hmm. don't it okay yeah what else you got because well, i think i'm like I are you out i might be out so Alyssa cole <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> you told me because i missed both of these um that Alyssa cole uh one of my beloved um, romance. romance author is writing uh, another um, book I think in her like revolutionary mm-hmm. set during the revolutionary times a series called Unconditional Freedom and then she has another one called Reluctant, the Reluctant Royal series mm-hmm. and then it's A Prince on Paper is mm-hmm. the next one and I really really liked um, her last one, A Duke by Default mm-hmm. because he was Scottish. Oh yes that is um and she who, who she, was that author with the Highlander one you were just telling me about yesterday? I don't remember the or name. Or what was the blog that you found? What it might the, have been. It was from the Women of Color. It was like Women of Color Romance. We'll we'll put the we'll link. Because mm-hmm. if you are interested if you are interested in diverse romance, this this blog is fantastic. And a lot of it is stuff that is um not not necessarily being physically published. Oh, so okay. Okay. a lot of it, like it, it would be, um, you know, as a librarian, I hate to send you to have to buy something. I would love it mm. if we could provide everything free for you. But um, some of these things are just things that aren't. They're in ebooks. Yeah, they they might be in ebooks or whatever. So I mean, we possibly m- might be could get them in ebooks. But um, so yeah, no, we'll put that link in there because I found some really cool stuff mm-hmm. in there yeah, you were and stuff. um like the one author it was oh was it meredith gave me that book it was called rafe the hot nanny or something oh right yeah <laughs> something like that yeah i can't remember the title of it uh-huh. but the book was actually fantastic it Sounds was wonderful. so 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 good and that was mentioned on there um, she was, yeah, she's in oh, there. Nice. Rebecca Weatherspoon, I believe. <clears throat> and it's, a, it's kind of unusual spellings for both of those. Uh-huh. So, um, I will, I will put okay, good. a link to Rafe the, the hot, hot nanny. Cause it was so good. I kind of love <laughs> like how ridiculous romance titles are. Mm-hmm. And then you, then you read it in the book. So like romance is a perfect like don't judge a book by its cover although sometimes the covers are really fantastic yeah lately there's been some really interesting covers Rafe that are very was mm. lived up mm-hmm. to his cover Hot nanny he yes. was he did a fine job <laughs> <laughs> well good <laughs> but it was it was a really good book and i was so excited because i like I mean, like Beverly Jenkins is like the, mm-hmm. you know, the wonderful grandmother of black mm-hmm. romance authors. But a lot, 
like a lot of the era she writes in is not an era that I like to read. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of it is set in the old West or whatever. And that's just not an era that I'm super interested in, in Mm -hmm. romance. And so I'm so loving that there are all these other diverse authors that are writing. Yeah. Yeah, Because I just was like, I felt terrible that Mm -hmm. I didn't want to read this school marmy book right yeah i didn't, didn't i mean not all of her stuff is Hot that good like, <laughs> i'm sure they existed they probably were hot did you see the clothes they had to wear yeah that was terrible <laughs> <laughs> all right so that sounds like a lot of books that is that we I are can't wait that we're excited about i know that we're excited about and that or that we thought you might be excited about mm-hmm. we missed a million. Oh, it's a million. So yeah. there's there's a ton more. Yeah. So if you're like, I don't know, just I mean, at us and we'll send you some links because yeah. like, Tor has one that's like not it's every like, month. Like, yeah, every month, but it's also broken down into like the fantasy that's being released in January, the sci-fi that's being released in January, yeah. the young adult fantasy and sci-fi. Like, and those are giant, giant, giant things. Let me tell you, people. There's so much. The book industry is banging and fuego. Can you say banging? Yeah, I think sure. Or I just read it. Well, it was on Facebook and maybe a meme, but talking about how their like readership was up. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that. Mm -hmm. It was maybe we should link to that. Yeah, because it was readership was up. um, Yeah, like sales of books Mm -hmm. and like uh, supporting of indie bookstores Mm -hmm. was was were up. Was were up. I don't know. Is it supporting support? Support was up. Supporting yeah. were. Mm, that's fine. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, I argue. All right. Uh, do we need to? Do we need to? Yes. Uh, what? Well, announcement. Oh, we have announcements. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so read across Lawrence. Um, the adult book is sourdough. The young adult book is the donut fix, and the children's book. Is so adorable. A tangle of oh, knots. Oh, thank goodness. Yes, a tangle of knots. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and all food themed. Yep. And we are giving those away here at the library okay. at 1230 on half past noon, uh-huh. if you will, on uh, January 21st, which is MLK, MLK Day. So there, And there's a free lunch. Yep. There's a free lunch that day. Really cool. There'll be all kinds of incredible like MLK activities going mm-hmm. on here at the library. Ooh, yeah. It's yeah. a day Black on. Lawrence is going to be here yeah. doing awesome things. So um, if you have that day off of work. Um, or you, you don't call in sick. Or you, yeah. Or <laughs> you're not feeling very good. <laughs> there is something going around and you probably yeah. Probably caught it on the January twenty first. So you you should come here um, because we got a lot going on in the library that day, including giving away these free books. Mm-hmm. So and um, then that evening, actually, just yeah. clear your whole day. Yeah, what's going For, on that you're evening? gonna? Well, um, Obioma's coming. Is Obi-Oma. it that night? Yes, I think so. So he wrote the Fisherman. Is it that night? I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Yes, because mm. I was like, oh, I'm working that day. Am I going to stay? So, yes, I am. Um, yes. Yeah. Chigozi Obioma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll be here, yeah, that evening. Okay. In the auditorium. Okay. Right? You're probably right. Good. But if you're not, we will definitely oh, correct yeah, we'll that about in it. the show notes. Sure. <laughs> and I will talk about her Guess who was relentlessly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he has a new book out yeah. or coming out. For some reason in my mind, it was the 8th of January. Oh, shoot. 
Well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. It'll be an adventure for everybody. Yeah. Just show up on the 8th. I've been wrong Show before. up on the 21st. As my grandma used to say, once I thought I was wrong, but I was mistaken. Oh, I'm stealing that. <laughs> was she a Scorpio? She was a Scorpio. Okay, yeah, yeah, this makes sense. That. Oh, <laughs> I miss her so much. Oh, that's beautiful. Scorpio. You should just get that as a tattoo. Good old Scorpio grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then uh, what else we got going on? Just probably tons of stuff. I know. We got a lot of stuff coming on. But we'll get there. The, well, the Read Across Lawrence, we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah. Those events when the calendar comes out. But yeah. there are some really cool things going on. Yeah. Sandor Katz, the fermentation specialist who two people just recently just like referenced him in conversation. He's going to be here. Sandor Katz. Sandor Katz. Okay. Yeah, we've got a ton of really yeah, cool stuff going on. For th- this book is this book is is really fun. All these books are fun, but is. sourdough is really really a fun book. It is really it's fun. really good, and it motivated um, me to start a starter. Yeah, I think where the whole library is baking sourdough now because mm-hmm. of this book. So stank in here. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Okay, do you want to do it? It can't always be reading, or do you want to just fade into? The I, think I just want to fade into the. I just want to. Unless you want to. <laughs> no, that's I ain't got, why. I ain't got stuff. You know what I'm doing? What? I'm oiling my face. Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coconut? Uh, no, grapeseed. Oh. And grapeseed. And well, you look glowing. You're thanks. glowing right now. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> glowing or oily? Which one? You know? Yeah. <laughs> In a good way. I a So my friend, shimmer. my good friend who doesn't know me at all, but I follow her on Facebook, <laughs> Amy Pence Brown, mm-hmm. who is uh, she's a fantastic body positive advocate and mm. does all these like incredible things. She's the one who did that where she stood in her bathing suit and oh, blindfolded right. and had people come right on her body. Like she's just oh, in, she's God, incredible. But so I follow her on Facebook and just recently, like out of nowhere, she posted like here's some things I like to do. And mm. one of them was to oil just her face. Like that's how herself up. yeah she yeah. like you wash your face with oil. That's what I do. Well, because my skin is dry. Your skin is dry. Now, I never thought, because my skin is not dry, uh-huh. that that would be a thing that I could do. But I've been doing it for about a week now, this looks and wonderful. it's it's awesome. Do you do it at night, or do you do it I, in the morning, but under your makeup? Or I what do, do it do? at night. Uh-huh. Um, I use a mix of grapeseed oil, vitamin E oil, geranium oil, and oh, rose geraniums. hip seed oil. Dang. Do you combine um, all those or do you buy I combine. I bought them all and then I make my own mix. Oh. And then um, first, so first usually, like, or I might just put on like the grapeseed oil uh-huh. like, on my face. Um, and I might actually add a little avocado oil to it as well. Why not but, coconut? Um, I don't know. Just overrated. I mean, I use coconut oil sometimes to take off my eye, my makeup. Mm. Gets in your eyes though, and then it's hard to read. You got these <laughs> cloudy eyes. Okay, yes. If you well, that happens with any makeup. Anyway, 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 anyway. No, it's but I've been I've been so I use it, then I like wipe it off, and it's been real. It's been nice. And then, Good. So then I put it on, and then in the morning, then I'll like wash my face and then put it on in the morning too. Nice. All right. So, well, yeah. Oil it up. I'm dewy. And fresh, people. (laughs) I'm gonna have a dewy 2019. You are just full of just dewy it. (laughs) I said it. Decimal system. I said it. I did it. Happy oily reading. (laughs) Happy reading. (laughs) That's it for this edition of the Book Squad podcast. 
For more details on any of the books or events mentioned in this episode, visit our website, lplks.org. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe. Please rate or comment. It helps others find the podcast. Our book squad librarians are Polly Ken and Kate Gramlich. Our theme music is by Heidi Lynn Gluck. I'm Jim Barnes, and this has been a production of the Lawrence Public Library.